Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 186 Question Authority and Flashpoint with Devlin Grimm. Hi, pals. We're, wow, th- things are heating up on Justice League. Oh, uh, heavens, I- yes. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. I'm Devlin. Hooray. Welcome. Maggie, why'd you turn into uh, uh, George Takei for a second there? I don't know. All right. Are you tripping balls? That's a important. little bit. Okay. I thought you were teasing us with some Lex Luthor there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. I'm, uh, it's time to kill Superman. When I wake up and I'm sick or something's wrong with my throat and it, like my voice is particularly deep, I like one of the first things I say to test it out is, President? <laughs> to this day, from yep. 20 years ago. Because, uh. fuck. I'm going to add Guess that what? to my sick voice rotation along with, I'm not your mommy, Dean. <laughs> I think they're degrees. I think depending on how sick you are, you like if you're if you're smooth and in control of it, you can do the lex. But if you're out of like you're nuts, then you go full, like, full doctor oh, girlfriend. God, am I Sheila? Am I Lex or yeah. am I Sheila? Mm-hmm. By the time my immune system gives up, I'm Sheila. Yeah, every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't drive, uh, Dean. The woman never drives. <laughs> I don't drive. Man. You do some crazy mm-hmm. things when you date supervillains. <laughs> <laughs> well now now it's just mercy with a different voice i mean i'm fine with that too honestly <laughs> like that's a mommy jimmy <laughs> just picturing jimmy now olsen turning into uh mike from breaking bad <laughs> lex what are you doing what are you, you, you can't run meth? you can't run this damn company lex let just let me do it would you <laughs> god <sighs> shut up and let me die Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, there's a lot to get to. So, Devlin, if you could, please tell mm-hmm. us about Question Authority. Question Authority. Like so much C-tier supervillain, villain, some apocalypse guy is causing an in-media res ruckus before we get to our actual story. At least this guy has the decency to dress like a Japanese Superman villain, though. <laughs> Superman and Captain Adam, nay, Captain Adams, have no problem beating this guy. Superman goes off with Lois while Captain Adam shows a gun to an army guy. I wonder if that's going to pay off later. Lois explains Superman's many crimes to him, for which I'm grateful because I've kind of been in and out of the last few DCAU series. Uh, Superman Superman is actually kind of a brat about, you know, his many crimes <laughs> mm-hmm. being pointed out to him. Ugh, weird. So we cut from the okayest couple to the best couple. Question and Huntress are typing and fighting, respectively. Question immediately hacks the unhackable files and finds some video that makes him obsessively crazy to the point of neglecting his hygiene. Er. (laughs) He confronts Superman about the truth that Superman has been hiding from the world. That another Superman is a murderer. Question does... Should be said, he does understand parallel universes, at least as well as I do. I assume that we both watched the same Star Trek The Next Generation episode where the wharfs were everywhere. It doesn't matter. We're way be- beyond the Lacanian veil now. <laughs> Question decides to save Superman from any self-reflection and kill Lex Luthor himself. 
Lex Luthor is way too big and buff and sexy for this, and he smacks Question around his office. President? Lex says while I point at the screen. (laughs) Only the dumbest asshole in the world would give up being rich to be president? (laughs) Question is being tortured by Doc Ock, and it looks really painful. Question won't give up any information, though. Except, you should know, the flat earth floats upon a giant ice ball, and that ice ball has the same curvature as Mothman's sweet cakes. Think about it. (laughs) Huntress and Superman break into the Cadmus HQ to to rescue Question. Huntress, needs to be remarked, calls him baby. They are a baby couple, and I really love that. Mm. (laughs) Hashtag goals. Oh no, and then they're all stopped by Captain Adam. And he's got a gun! (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that that next-gen episode you're referring to is actually called The Wharfs Were Everywhere, so... Mm -hmm. uh... I'm, Good pull there. Honestly, I looked it up and it's called the Borger Everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's the only thing people remember. Like, there's a bunch of cool stuff in that episode, but sorry. Yeah. Like, but also the Warps Riker everywhere. looking like the Mo- yeah. <laughs> Riker looking like the Monty Python its man is the part that everyone remembers. <laughs> <laughs> this ship is lousy with bludgeoned wharfs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were all bludgeoned with their third place Batleth trophy. <laughs> No, it was Whoa. like fifth. Pl- we talked about this at the time. It was, it was fifth place. They gave him like an award for nothing. That's that's <laughs> how they showed that it was a different universe. Because then mm-hmm. in a different one, he got first place. But how like, the fuck are we talking? How the fuck are we talking about any other show other than this show? Come on. Sorry, finish your thought. If you had a if you had a good I capper just, there, please. I just think it's hysterical that like they gave an award to the guy who didn't even get to stand on one of the three boxes. <laughs> <laughs> well. Presumably, you know, in the wider galaxy, they give them like six boxes. Like, there's a lot of people to accomplish. It's just a pyramid of Klingons. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's how the start match usually starts. Mm. Mm. Makes sense. I, I just assume nobody else but Klingons uses those stupid swords because they're stupid. <laughs> are you going to tell so us about how, how unbalanced they are and how they'd make terrible weapons? No, I just think they look dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about swords. If there's one thing you should know about me. <sighs> All right. So this episode had everything. Uh, yes. Maybe, maybe everything. This episode was um, really good. <laughs> These yeah. are like the best episodes of the show. I, and they fucking so f- rule. For me, it's because everything's all tying together now. But mm-hmm. Devlin, like you said, you haven't been following that closely. Like you're you're hearing us talk about it, but you're not really watching a lot of it and you were still i assume able to follow just fine right like yeah um i've been like tapping in and out for episodes um but it it's all comes together really neatly it's all it the thing is every episode i've seen of this series is consistently good mm-hmm. right which is and astounding the, the thing i'm the thing i'm trying to figure out though is if someone's coming into this one relatively new like either they haven't followed along completely or this is their first episode like is it as good to them as it is to us? Because it's like, oh, that's from this one. That's from this one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like it still lands. I'm going to say, like, I'm not as invested in every guy that exists. Because, okay, you know, there's a lot of crowd scenes. There's a lot of, in the next episode, there's a whole montage of people helping. And I'm like, I don't know who any of these freaks are. Mm-hmm. Some of them are showing up for the first time also. So I, I do know who all of these freaks are, and I still don't care. Oh, that's... That's good to know. I don't know if maybe you were mm-hmm. like, if you see a freak that I don't know and you're 
bouncing and clapping your hands. I want that for you. Oh no, I would definitely, I would definitely let you know. But these are all, <laughs> these are all freaks I don't care about. And you only know them because you paged by their page in Who's Who, not because exactly. they've got rich, you know, backstories or whatever. By their poor like, oh, Maggie so... Dove is here. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think I've said this before, but your absolute blinding hatred for Captain Adam delights me. And the fact that your notes at the beginning of the second episode said, oh, fuck, now Dove's here, too. It's just... <laughs> Like these are the bad we've been doing this particular podcast for four years. And this storyline is the culmination of all of that. Everything Mm -hmm. we've done is tying together right now. You're just getting mad at Captain Adam and Dove. And I love it. Oh, good. The the, the atomic bag and the peace guy are here. shit! So So many times in your notes, you're just like, shut up, you bag. (laughs) The most compelling thing about him is that he's actually a bag. Mm-hmm. I really I like I like him because he's well he's I mean he is bland he's supposed to be he's supposed mm-hmm. to be like Captain a wooden bland him <laughs> that sucks I'm retiring uh, no no you don't we're almost finished come on um no I liked that they kind of did the Dark Knight Returns Superman is a stooge for the government thing but mm. they did it with a character that doesn't matter sure <laughs> like they kind of got to use that beat with a justice leaguer and we, you know, we, we care that he betrayed them, but we're not losing a main character in the process. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, I kind of like doing that. Yeah. And, you know, using the fact that he was in the military for them to say, uh, Hey, guess what? You still work for us. And he's like, Oh shit, I do. Don't I? I God guess I do. You know, I yeah. made a Chekhov's gun joke, but cause I love to, but mm-hmm. uh, Captain Adam was also in like the first episode of this series as was, yeah. um, yep. green, Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, and they call back to Arrow's whole thing in that episode by saying, hey, you brought me up here to be your conscience. Yeah. And like, mm. that was a good callback, too. Yeah. Now you're I not listening just, to just me. like tight, thoughtful writing all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which seems and like. And they clearly <laughs> broke the whole season. Yes. Whereas shows now don't always seem to do that so much and even if they That's didn't true. whoever whoever is picking up on this end had the forethought to like look back at previous episodes i mean mm-hmm. it's just it's i know just solid I give, writing i like it so much yeah i know i give all the credit to Dwayne mcduffie and maybe i'm giving like i know there's other writers but his name is the only one on these episodes mm-hmm. and you can't deny how much better the show got when we started seeing that more oh yeah like, it's very much him like it's probably <laughs> the other guys of, too but What's that? I know I give a lot of credit to to Dwayne McDuffie, and I will continue to do so. <laughs> look, I, I I just kind of talked myself into it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. look how much better it got when he got there. Yeah, it's like you uh, went from it's... fine to great. Yeah, I'm thinking about the the oh. axiom about how all great writers only have like three or four stories, and one of Dwayne mm. McDuffie's stories is how much Superman sucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And he does. And I'm sure you, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been hearing us talk about that, but you got to see it firsthand in this one yep. too. Well, here's another observation I had about kind of the whole series is we're seeing Shayara, the best character, go through it. Mm-hmm. She's really trying to atone for what she's done. She's really trying to make amends. She's like mm-hmm. removing herself from life and then and then slowly coming back into it. Every time someone calls her a traitor, she's like, Yep, I did that. Uh and then we have mm-hmm. Superman confronted like a litany of terrible things that maybe he was brainwashed when he did, or maybe it was like another dimension, but 
mm-hmm. it raises the specter of what he's capable of and he is just ignoring it. Yeah. Yeah, from from probably the most trusted person in his entire life telling him this. It's not just some rando, it's fucking Lois. Like that that shut whole up, scene. shut up and listen, boy. Yeah. That whole scene where Lois is just like, "No, you like you did a bunch of stuff." It's like, you "Well, know I they have a point. would never do that again." Yeah, but you did, then it wasn't hard. You're not but hard I mean, to trick, Clark. <laughs> also, her point is just they're scared because these things are possible. No, they haven't happened yet. But mm-hmm. this this is why they're building up against you because they've seen that it can happen. That you have to acknowledge that, man. Yeah. It's, I would Ugh. never allow that to happen. Yeah, well, you fucked up a town last week, Clark. Mm-hmm. Also, and you weren't brain controlled or anything. You were just in a mood. I'm not sure. I, I could not tell, and I think they left it vague in that scene. Does she know? Oh, I'm not sure. I hope so. But like she said a couple of things that made me think that, OK, I I, I just always wonder where their relationship is because mm. it took them so long to fucking kiss on that show. Like, well, and that's the thing. Lois barely ever shows up on this show. So when she does, it's like, where are we exactly? Yeah. Are they together now? Like they've been married yeah. in the comics for long enough that it's normal. So I feel like they were moving toward that here. But no, nope, guess not. Mm. Honestly, when she so, showed up and was flirting with Superman in front of Captain Adam, I was not sure if like. Her relationship with Superman was publicly known, and she's a public figure too, and probably mm-hmm. catches a lot of shit for being a woman <laughs> in like end of sentence. Um, yep. But like, yeah, a plucky female reporter. Um, how does she feel about that? And I found myself really spiraling about like, what about Lois and her interiority? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why aren't they making that well, show? They, they got to do it a little bit, like on on the other show, not nearly enough, but. It's definitely public knowledge in Metropolis, so I feel like people must... I don't know. It was still a cute bit where she walks up and says, uh, Lois Lane, Daily Planet. Like, <laughs> oh, that was so cute. It's very cute. But I, you're I not you wrong. Lois. Yeah, I, it's a joke, Clark. <laughs> Please don't call me Clark in front of the army guy. In front of the sellout of army bag. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Captain Adam. You might also know me by Captain Adams. I'll mm-hmm. just take it, take it to think, think that one up, Cap. Oh, a while. When General J.K. Simmons <laughs> yelled, Captain Adam, Captain Nathaniel Adams, I lost my mind. <laughs> the thing is, the, the DC Wiki, in one of their helpful moments, points out how much stupider his name was in the comics. Nathaniel is a step up from, he was like Adam Adams or something. Yeah, that checks out too. It wasn't that, but it was something alliterative and really awkward to say out loud. Here, yep. Here's the thing is like, there is a real sweet spot for stupidity where it comes back around mm-hmm. to being enjoyable again. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mantis, uh, but- our apocalypse guy, kind of failed to be stupid enough. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Adam Adams. Please, Adams. I also think canonically he's supposed to suck, so like... I hope so, because, like, they put a lot of effort into making him terrible. (laughs) (laughs) If that was all a mistake, someone's not doing their job right. Mm -hmm. I would listen to, like, upwards of an hour of a podcast of the great DC consolidation of all their weirdo properties and deciding, Mm -hmm. like, okay, this person gets to be an interesting character with a complicated backstory, and this guy has to be a bag. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We don't have time like, to okay. give backstories to all these people. 
No, we right, need guys, a heavy yeah, hitter that can... Can we give a shit about this bag? No? All right. <laughs> we need someone Superman can punch to nothing. Yep. What about the bag? It's a big whiteboard and someone writes bag on it and a question mark. <laughs> and then Superman <laughs> underlines it. And because it's an animation office, someone draws like a, a perfectly rendered bag in a dry erase next to it. <laughs> Fuck it. Then, and then James Cameron comes in and draws an S next to bags and puts a dollar sign through it. <laughs> <laughs> Is James Cameron an underpants gnome? Uh, did you not know this? No, I did. When he was pitch, okay. For people who don't know, when they were pitching uh, the sequel to Alien, James Cameron apparently came into the room, wrote Alien out, then wrote an S after it, and then put a uh, line through it to make it a dollar sign. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm. Delightful yes. king shit. And I think about that every day of my life. The way that I he mean, that, is there that, apparent that, to Roger Corman in every single mm-hmm. way. That <laughs> tracks with every other thing I know about him. So that, yep. that you know, that's in character. I hope yeah, it's and then true. he swam away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he drowned Ed Harris seven times and swam away. <laughs> that poor bastard. Jim, you uh, gotta stop drowning Ed Harris. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're making the abyss too. Oh no, mm-hmm. <laughs> abysser! All right, let's. <laughs> uh, please, no, it's abyss. abyss with three s's and the dollar sign. Abyss, abyss uh-huh. sliders. Oh god. Uh okay. Let's get into some good things. Mm-hmm. Devlin, what do you got? Oh, good thing. Uh, the question is voiced by Jeffrey Combs. It doesn't come up mm-hmm. a lot, but Jeffrey Combs is my boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. He's it, it, the best. It, it mostly comes up. It mostly comes. I don't know if it's come up on the show well, before. We build him up a lot. We don't br- mm-hmm. we don't bring in the Devlin aspect of the, it, but the rest of like how great he is comes up a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. he's he's great. And I I yeah. also believe he's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, That's you all. know, the, the just the way the show works. I also don't get to talk about how hot he is in Reanimator and like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Super hot, super spindly. Oh Super intense. It's come up. It's come up a handful of times, Maggie. Mm-hmm. More often well, than you probably realize. Well, guess what? We're doing it again. Oh, I don't care. I'm just saying. If you think that was internal, you're wrong. <laughs> There's a part in that movie where he breaks a pencil, and I'm like, oh my god. I think about it daily. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like truly, a choice. <laughs> but he's just a voice here, and not even a guy with a face for most of it, and still I mean, goddamn amazing. I don't want to get into spoilers, but later on when he has a face, I was like, eh. I have mm-hmm. some observations about his human face when we get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but right now, I do want to call out there was like some really stunning animation on his featureless face in this episode. Oh, yeah. He's, There's he's a, watching so a, he's, he's watching he's a video watch, and yeah. like the the all day and the lighting shifts on his mm-hmm. featureless face and he's being tortured and, the, and like you can see the you can see the anguish on his featureless face. It's just mm-hmm. like an incredible attention to detail with no details. It, it, the bit where he's watching the video and they cut to the, like, at this point, it's almost unconscious. You're like, well, of course, it's a close up of a person watching a video. And then my brain's like, there's no face there. This must mm-hmm. be a joke. And then then my brain's like, no, but it's actually still great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just that, yeah. that train of thought. Like, well, that's stupid. Wait, no, never mind. Wait, no, this is great. The The animators yeah. must have loved doing question. I bet they were like, can we do like a question <laughs> show? Just the question. Mm-hmm. But they also made him full on Rorschach 
in yeah like, like they did not pull any punches he's fucking quoting ayn rand yep. he's like <laughs> like they did not they did not hold back mm-hmm. kids love all that i was gonna say like kids love kids objectivism love yeah uh it's really interesting for me seeing these primeval watchmen guys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well yeah because he's rorschach and captain adam is uh uh, uh dr manhattan mm-hmm. is yeah. that it or do yep. we get any other because blue beetle never showed up in the show who else was there uh i forget who silk specter is supposed to be i used to know um oh it's phantom the, lady i don't know that character yeah, she's uh, shockingly the well. girl of the gang didn't get built up like the other ones yeah. did. Like, wow, what they, a shock! They, uh-huh. they couldn't get the rights to Phantom Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just didn't want to show her costume on this children's cartoon show. Uh, that hasn't stopped them before. No, I know. <laughs> um, and I I do love all the uh, the, like I said this last time, but the couple stuff between him and Huntress, like that. They're definitely the most believable couple. Like they've been together for three episodes and I completely buy into her heartbreak and just all of oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Ugh, I love, love I love the fact that she's never seen his, him without the, the mask on. That's so that's so the question to me. But they've but they've fought. they've told us. Oh, they the show has told us. Absolutely have. Yeah. And it's available vocabulary. It is said, yeah, these guys fucked a bunch. I believe and, it's so the question. I believe it's so Huntress, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's just trying to get out of going down on her, but that's me. I don't know. <laughs> what, that's a good that point, much? actually. Huh. We're, we're okay. Now about that we're thinking about it all the way through. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. It's just a cop out. That's all. He finally uh, takes the mask off and Huntress just like, fuck it, finally. Yeah. <laughs> that's why uh, she turns the lights out for, on Supergirl. that's very good um but speaking of huntress this kind of ties into your good thing maggie oh yeah i also really love superman and uh, huntress teaming up like these are two dramatically opposed people who like i loved watching beat the crap out of people like the way superman just walks through cadmus while everyone tries to murder him and huntress is just sort of behind him kicking ass i love it's a great it's a great contrast to the scene that uh, Devlin mentioned in their summary with, mm. uh, like, question in the foreground, you know, hacking the mainframe and Huntress just beating the shit out of 50 guys. Yeah. Like, it's like that, but only this time Huntress is like, okay, I'll clean up what you don't get. And literally every guy piles on Superman, so she's just kind of standing there. <laughs> every guy piles on Superman like... like they're frosting a cake. It was incredible. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like a fucking, it's like a 20s movie about football where they're wearing the leather helmets. Yep. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Why can't but we yeah, knock the, this guy down? He's Superman, dipshit. This is Cadmus, the, mm-hmm. the government program designed to bring down superheroes. Surely Superman was day one, right? <laughs> Amanda Waller's just like, I don't know, throw more guys at him. <laughs> Mr. President, I'm going to need some more gun fodder. I just <laughs> sent you 50 guys last week. Yeah, I know. No more guys, please. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the I, I enrollment also... video must be, uh, they've really got to play up the college education you get out of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's for the science program. These guys mm-hmm. these guys don't need college. Do, do I not get college? No, you were hired to throw yourself at Superman. So uh, go get him, champ. Honestly, look, we can't call this a promise them whatever they want when they get out because they're not getting out. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. We can't call you a suicide squad because of standards and practices, but uh, look. <laughs> you guys are going to be <sighs> task force death? Is the death mm-hmm. because of what we're going to do to Superman? Sure. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Just ask all those skeletons down in the morgue how that worked <laughs> out for them. Help. <laughs> I figured this would be one of your favorite episodes anyway, because uh, we get to see Lex's skeleton in this one. We do get to see Lex's skeleton. It looks mm-hmm. fine, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. There will be an explanation for why he's he looks this way, but uh, he's al- he's always kind of looked this way. I mean, yes. The the bit where Professor Hamilton's like, you have the body of a 20-year-old, and I'm just like, God, I wish I looked this good at 20. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I know. Look, Lex has always been sexy, though. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't new. I know. But, but you know. Little Maybe it's just that they here. peeled him out of some armor. I don't know. That could be. I, I got a lot going doesn't... on. Yeah, we got to see his perfect yeah. triangle body and pepperoni nipples for yeah, the man. first time in episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, these? <laughs> Best nipples money can buy. Mm-hmm. So my good thing, well, I wanted to say the whole thing. Like, I have a mental list of the greatest moments in the series and like mm-hmm. no shit. Six of them happened in this 22 minutes. Yep. Like I forgot all of it was concentrated here. Like the way everything gets tied together. I said all that already, but like a good show. The, the, the thing that I picked was the fact that a bunch of this is happening because of Hamilton specifically mm-hmm. over his absolute heartbreak over a thing that happened years ago on an entirely other show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of love that Superman also forgot it happened. He's like, I don't know. Then the Thanagarians and then the Martians and the, well, Martians before that, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm just so all, busy. Like, all this shit, man. But it builds on the goodwill of a pre-existing supporting character. So they don't mm-hmm. have to give you a lot of background, but it also feels broad enough that if you're coming in, it's like, oh yeah, Superman's probably got a scientist friend. That makes sense. And mm-hmm. Something bad happened. I understand. Like, it's good plotting, it's good character, and it's the culmination of a series of uh, shit, are they right about us? Moments that Superman has. Like, that's what I was going to say when you're talking about Huntress. It's like, he's got Lois, he's got Green Arrow up on the on the Watchtower, and every time he's like, no, we're not like that. No, we're not like... And each time he's a little less certain. Mm-hmm. And by the time he gets to Huntress, she's like, we need to go in there. He's like, that's not the rules, but y- you know what? Maybe everybody's right. Okay, fuck it, let's go. And... I love that. Well, it's a really interesting this- dichotomy between them two. And I was thinking about this in the next episode. It's like, yeah, they don't have any fucking rules. <laughs> They're just, yeah. Like, Superman is just like leaning on this idea that he's not, he can only do good things because he's a good person at heart rather than articulating mm-hmm. that. And yep. so, you know, inch by inch, he gives up, you know, he, he moves the goalpost in terms of what he's willing to do. Whereas Huntress comes in and is just like, yeah, I have like a black and white morality, but I have it and I adhere to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not hemming and hawing about anything. I know exactly what I'm about. Yeah. I'm going to go I... save my baby doll. She mm-hmm. straight up is about to murder the guy who was torturing question. And Superman oh, yeah. says, could, could you please not? And she goes, oh, fine. <laughs> I You're lucky my like friend's here. That character model has been murdered like five times on this show already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, there's some. There's some annoying things about it. So that's supposed to be Hugo Strange, the Batman character. Okay. And oh. we, 
we even saw him sitting at the table in a previous Cadmus episode, but this is now when the bat embargo was happening where there was another Batman show and they weren't allowed to use him. So they suddenly like 11th hour had to switch him to this is almost Hugo strange. He's like Hugo odd. They good enough. It looks like they mushed him with Professor Milo. Yeah. Like he's got that. Except Milo's dead. Yeah, exactly. It's like Tuesday fucking murdered Milo. I don't know. Honestly, Devlin was right when they called him uh, Dr. Octopus, so... Yeah, he looks like pre-arms Doc Ock, absolutely. Yeah. Just like a fucking nerdlinger, I mean... Like... Yeah, yeah there's a bunch is. of these guys. They can't all be cool like Hamilton, some of them look like that. They can't all be cool, but like when you're designing characters, I feel like you're putting that much... You're deviating from the baseline of Triangle Man so much. I should know who this guy is. Yeah, no, the... I didn't make the decision to give him a pair of bomb glasses. You guys <laughs> did. So fucking, like, he's got to be somebody. Well, he was supposed to be somebody. That's what I'm saying. Well, make him somebody else. Put a hat on mm. him. I don't know. <laughs> make him one of the disposable purple guys. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The purple people eaters. Mm-hmm. I've decided. <laughs> is their team name. Oh, no, I think I'm people. Shadow Guy 9. <laughs> uh... All right, let's get into some bad things. Uh, Maggie, you you seem to have not chosen anything. I tried really hard, but like this episode's perfect. This is why I show up for superhero stuff. This is the crap that still makes me stamp my little feet. I love this shit. I love it so much. Yeah. Like, this is the perfect fucking setup to all of this stuff we've been watching. And I get to watch all these guys I love do cool shit. This. Mm-hmm. This episode opens with a fucking scene with uh, Clancy Brown and C- uh, CCH Pounder. Like, do you know how many HBO shows wish they could be this good? All of them, yeah. because most of them suck. Yeah, when they just have two seemingly regular-ass people just having a conversation mm-hmm. about their power dynamic. Like, yeah, it still works. You don't have to have everything be about beating guys up. It's very good. Like, this shit rules. Mm-hmm. To have a, uh, a measured and productive conversation about evil. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Devlin, what was your bad thing? This is not much of a bad thing, admittedly. It's a really good show. Um, but mm-hmm. when Lex is beating Question in his office, he throws him against a huge wall-sized fish tank, and there's no fish in the tank. And well, there's a shark. There's a shark. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of there's a couple of sharks. Did you miss but they're the shark? definitely not in that bit. Like they swam to the part of the tank that wasn't getting destroyed. I guess they need. Oh, I just assumed the sharks ate all the fish, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe the sharks ate all the fish, but I I wanted to see those sharks swimming around during mm-hmm. that sequence. Mm-hmm. I love that he's got a shark tank, and I thought that was the most ridiculous supervillain thing. And then. A few years after this, there was a news story about Tracy Morgan and his shark tank. And uh, like, of course, he's got one. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a 30 Rock thing, but it was no, it was Tracy, the real guy, not Tracy, the character. Yep. Honestly, if I could pull off having a shark tank, I would have a shark tank. Oh, oh God, I would do yeah. that in a minute. One of those hedge fund 30 Rock money fuckers in? has um, the Damien Harris shark in formaldehyde, which is called the incomprehensibility oh. of death in the mind of someone living. But- you all know it oh. as like that shark in formaldehyde. Venture, it was on Venture Brothers. Okay. And oh. anyway, it's one of these like Lex level rich assholes who has it. It belongs in a museum. Mm-hmm. Is my point. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> 
Oh, this rules. I don't think I, I don't think I've ever seen this before. Oh, you gave Maggie a new shark to learn about. This is, this is yeah. the greatest day for her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Free uh, him. So my bad thing. So I mentioned this briefly. Lex is president. Do you know how much power I'd have to give up to become president? Is one of the great so moments good. that I mentioned. But it's immediately followed by him directly addressing question as conspiracy buff, which was an oddly awkward phrasing in an episode full of otherwise great dialogue. Mm-hmm. Come on, conspiracy buff. Like, you could you could do... Call him Mulder or something. What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're going to buff some more conspiracies for me? Like, again, I think all our bad things are non-existent or flimsy, but th- mm-hmm. that's because there's not much to criticize here. <laughs> I mean, conspiracy buff was just part of the lexicon. Do you want to workshop this? How about, that's like, true. conspiracy chode? Conspiracy <laughs> jerk? <laughs> you fool. <laughs> it just... It didn't... It, all the other dialogue, it just really stuck out for me, and I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see him without a shirt later in the episode, and he's definitely conspiracy buff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what else? Just a critical mass of triangles in this show. I can't. So <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of triangles. Ooh, you know what that means? At the end of this episode, oh no, the uh, sorry, next episode, slight spoiler. Uh, triangle man beat particle man. Ah, oh, finally. Uh-huh. <laughs> meet particle bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Particle bag. Particle, particle bag. bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's a, well, uh, Devlin, let's, let's run your quote because I was going to mention another quotable line that's adjacent to this one. Yeah. Um, so this is a question being tortured and being an absolute hero and giving up nothing. You stole files from our computer. Just tell me what you've learned. Topically applied fluoride doesn't prevent tooth decay. It does render teeth detectable by spy satellite. Hmm? Yes. And that's kind of a runner every time they come back and the guy's like hitting him with more electricity. He just says another. Like, I feel like the writer's room probably came up with a whole list of like dumb conspiracy shit for him to say. Oh, he's. They're all great, but. They're going crazier and crazier, too. Yeah. And the one I was going to mention was the one about aglets, which oh. people still quote. Like, yeah. th- th- the name of the plastic tips at the end of shoelaces is aglets. Their true purpose is sinister. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's the so thing. I th- that's the thing I also think about very regularly. Yeah, same. Like whenever I tie my shoes. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Anything else about this one? I mean, we could. They're going to bleed over because it's basically one big oh, yeah. story. But. We should probably just push forward to the next I one. And if we have more it. stuff from this one, we can come back. They so do have that bit where about... uh, oh, questions hacking and you see a bunch of like different files and stuff, which I poured over like it was the chalkboard from 52. Oh, and yeah. One of them is just a thing that says Brazil boys with a Z. <laughs> well, you know what boys from Brazil is, oh, right? Yeah. Okay. I just thought it was odd that they put it in this Justice League show. Mm, no, they. I the DC Wiki, once again, being a little helpful there, actually went into uh, there's a lot of references to like classic sci-fi in there which is cool Mm -hmm. like here's an evil plot from this Heinlein book here's an evil plot from a I don't know Larry Niven book or whatever like it's a bunch of like old school sci-fi mad science which Mm -hmm. I thought was good yeah and all like government conspiracy stuff yeah Maggie do you know why it's spelled with a Z I did not because they spell they uh they sell weed there (laughs) It's awesome. I, I just figured it tied into the boy band thing from earlier in the season. Oh, I don't know about that. 
I missed the boy band no, it was it was questions. Maybe first appearance. Oh, I did see that, and says, he's singing like Britney Spears. Amazing. Yeah, yes. exactly. It's so good. That rule. Yeah, and he because he says boy bands are part of this whole thing. So like, maybe there's a band out there called the Brazil Boys. Oh God, so I haven't thought about that bit. And then he smashes the fucking door open. Oh God. Yeah, while he's singing the little pop song to himself, it's so good. Question rules. I love this guy. Not only that, but we watch like time. a montage of people stealthily breaking in, and he just throws a potted plant through the window. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I just loved that the whole episode. He was talking about how insidious and awful and and insipid pop music is, but he can't he can't help himself. Mm-hmm. Like, Okay, but it's catchy. Well, listen, I've definitely met people who are like, "Oh yeah, pop music is awful and insidious." Also, it is great. I just don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a reason it's called pop music. Mm -hmm. (sighs) All right, Uh, let's push forward to Flashpoint. And like I said, if there's stuff from the last episode, it all kind of runs together, so we can keep talking about it. All right, so Captain Adam waves his his red flamey fist in Superman's face and threatens him in a passable Nathan Fillion accent, while Huntress (laughs) drags Question's ass out of the building. Superman pretty soundly whips Captain Adam's ass, as expected, because one of these men is Superman, and the other one of these men is a tinfoil sheet in the shape of a man with a radioactive caramel center. Can you tell that I don't like Captain Adam? Gov's in this episode, too, because even when we're watching one of the best episodes of this series, God still pisses in my wine glass. Anyway... The leaguers escape back to the satellite to discuss philosophy, and then Lex takes over the whole thing and uses their anti-war and Ellis episode laser to wipe out a Cadmus facility. Luckily, Cadmus is no longer there. Unluckily, a whole town of people is there. Here are the children playing. Here are the loving families. Here's that newspaper seller and that kid from Watchmen. And that kid never paid for his copy of Tales from the Black Freighter. Anyway, (laughs) they all get wiped out... They all get wiped out in as standards and practices a way as possible, which is to say that everybody probably parachuted to safety. The League Mm -hmm. sends some javelins down to save the town, but the town isn't exactly thrilled to see them, considering that a giant laser pointer just carved Justice League high school football rules into their nicest abandoned building. Mm. Waller, preparing for war, grabs bathing-suited Supergirl clone Galatea from her strenuous hobby of lifting a giant Jack Kirby weight, and then introduces her to Cadmus' greatest weapon— a room full of angry super friends. We are all of us doomed. <laughs> First, sorry to steal your thunder on the whole uh, Captain Adam and Dove thing. I, I hadn't read your summary ahead of time. Sorry. I just hate them so much. <laughs> I feel like you have plenty of uh, enough hate to spread around, though. So. Mm-hmm. Hawk's not in this one, but I, I want to be clear. I also hate him. Yeah, I know. We know, honey. We know. <laughs> They even break up the team. It's just, yeah, we. Just, I think we just need Dove in this uh, in this incident. Uh, Hawk, you can stay oh, home. It's not a punching mission. It's a rescue mission. Like one of them fights and one of them doesn't. Duh. There, there's a bit where they're rescuing people and Dove just jumps down and lands on a parked car that's like been crashed and then helps someone get out of it. I'm like, nice job ruining the car further, idiot. <laughs> you dove my ass. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not sure what that means. I'm not either, but you know. All right. My mind is reeling. Mm. <laughs> the visual cortex is stimulated trying to figure out what those words mean. <laughs> I'm just wondering where, where all his ass talk is coming from all of a sudden. Ass. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, you rarely use the same like word twice in uh, two sentences. But you, you talked about um, 
questions asked and then Captain Adams asked. I'm like, you, you must you must have asses on the mind today. I don't know. We do a cartoon. Uh, we do a uh, uh, superhero cartoon, and that tends to involve a lot of ass whipping. Okay, that's fair. I'm just over here doing oh, the, the criticism. The Ant Man ants hand on, but it's ass. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, hard. Yeah, ass. <laughs> I, th- I think you have to hand bone on your ass if you do that. <laughs> Give yourself a light spanking. <laughs> Not quite getting the sound out of this that I was hoping for. No, that's a hand bone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a full on bongo. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I'm just going to go into my bad thing because you brought it up already. The fucking there were no casualties from the oh, yeah. giant. Like we get. Right before the first commercial break, you had it looked like the the terrifying films they showed us as kids in the eighties mm. of the Russians dropped a bomb on us and everyone's like, oh no, the bomb and then and it was very well done. And mm. then in the next segment, oh, it's just uh, it's just infrastructure damage. And uh, Waller even says uh, no casualties, thank goodness. And like, c- come on, man, that I is don't... a that is a narrative cheat. And like, I don't need Zack Snyder level carnage, but they did bring it up. I mean, and like. To have the stakes look this high, like I had a moment where yes. I'm watching this and I'm like, "Whoa, are, wait, are you guys going to kill a town? I don't remember you yeah. killing a town. And then the reason I don't remember it is because they don't do it. Like, God. Well, they damaged God. the town. That's what the rescue team is about. Mm. But no actual people died in that? Really? Like, come on. Not one? There's like cars getting thrown around. Buildings are crumbling. It's like, well, oh, the thank Earth God they were empty. swallowing cars whole. So yeah. presumably at least one person fell in, right? It's like all you have to do is not have Waller say that there were no casualties. That's all yep. you have to do. No, it's that, uh, hey, good news. Duke came out of his coma. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. I wonder if that was an S&P demand. I, because I, I would almost be Yeah. Because Sarah Connor was at the playground. That was a bad. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy Absolutely. Shit. I I knew there wasn't just those those shitty videos they said. I knew there was some other like a a, a, a talented filmmaker put that together mm. and, and then put a dollar sign after end. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Terminators. <laughs> dollar uh-huh. sign. Oh man. I mean, that's what they could have called Terminator Two, honestly. Mm-hmm. There were Terminators. There were Terminators. There was more than one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, what was your bad thing? I'm going to end up watching Terminator tonight. That's <laughs> uh, fine. You mm-hmm. you got me put put RoboCop on the short list. So hell uh, yeah, yeah I'll go for that next. Sorry, good thing or bad thing? I could I... bad bad. I did my bad things. So let's do some bad things. What do you? There, so uh, Waller goes and grabs uh, Galatea at the end of the episode. Am I pronouncing that right? I can never remember. I think it's Galatea. But Gal- uh, she goes and grabs Galatea uh, at the end of the episode, and um, like I get what they're going for, but like she just really looks like they took Kara, put her in a bathing suit, and then stretched her out real long. <laughs> it That's doesn't. Fair. You know, like they're they're trying to show that she's like an aged up Kara. Like they've talked about that before, but she just looks long. I disagree. Yeah, got a little. Okay. Um, okay. I, th- I think she looks tall and buff. I think she has incredible thighs, mm-hmm. and uh, I think her face seems a little more mature too. I mean, like the lines are different. <laughs> yeah, as much as you they, can they... communicate that, but I think mm-hmm. the haircut really helps as well. Uh, look, I, the haircut really helps. I will tell you that. Yeah, but I was like, and bob thighs, boots. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I'm pleased that all of these details are not like sort of 
secondary sexual characteristics because last time they really focused on well she's more developed than you is ollie staring at her chest so it's Mm -hmm. like there's other ways you can show that i'm glad they did that i think it's incredible the other for the conscious of the team to say that it's not Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just him and flash just with their tongues hanging out like a tex avery cartoon Mm -hmm. (sighs) no i think the other problem is that they put her next to waller who is a fire plug yep and just really continue to love that by the way this is a long woman Mm -hmm. you're not wrong and and slight spoilers for next week we we all knew this was coming but she and kara fight directly so you'll Mm -hmm. just sort of get the compare and contrast right next to each other but pretty uh, excited for that yeah and as you said, all the super friends guys, mm-hmm. which uh, Devlin, I don't know if you like that. That wasn't one of the like can't miss episodes. You you, you might have skipped that one. I, I saw in your notes, you said, oh, it's some guys. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of the same five guys. I mean, I figured they had mm-hmm. showed up before. I wasn't upset about it. Uh, yeah, it's it's obvious they have some kind of an army. That's that's the takeaway. I saw there was uh, a Native American character, so. Mm-hmm. If I cared to think about it, I could have figured out it was a super friends. Rap. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's br- broadly speaking, they built their own super team to like be better than the justice league. And they were sort of like a marketing thing and all like, you know, like a, they did product endorsements and all that kind of stuff. But like, they're all, they're all based on super friends characters that like got invented for that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got so black like, lightning. Yeah. And, uh, the wonder uh, twins, Apache chief. Yeah. yeah the wonder yeah. twins, uh, Apache chief. And then there's oh, it's not the, even Black Lightning, it's Black Vulcan. I always forget about right. that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're going to do this kind of like ultra pulp pastiche, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it's also not exactly those characters. So it's not like, okay, where's there's the Wonder Twins. Where's Gleek the monkey? Like, no, this is mm. this is a little different. At oh, least. my God. Is the monkey's name really Gleek? Yes, Gleek. it is. <laughs> it was. Mm-hmm. Really bad. I hate that. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Hanna Barbera had a whole thing with, with, with monkeys, like the animal sidekicks, and yeah, because Space Ghost, the what was theirs? Oh, oh I uh, I but Jan and Jace had a had a monkey too, and it had a real similar name. I don't remember. So we all stop and try to remember Space. Is Ghost. it Blip? It might be Blip. But hang on, Hanna Barbera never came ship. up with. Well, first of all, they never came up with an idea, but they never came up with an idea <laughs> that they didn't then copy ten thousand times like a Super Friends. <laughs> Blip, it's uh, blip, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, Devlin, what was your bad thing? Oh man, so the American president shows up, and whoever is voicing him is doing like the broadest uh, Dan Aykroyd impression I've ever heard. He sounds mm-hmm. like he is from <laughs> Toronto. He sounds like a cartoon moose, and therefore is ineligible to serve as the American president. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing up there, John, but uh, I I got to answer to the American people on this one. Oh, no, you golly. don't. <laughs> Oh jeez! And I know I, uh, I get. I know the time this was made. I know they were probably making a conscious choice not to do a southern accent, but they went mm-hmm. too far fucking north. The thing is, in the in the Justice Lords episode, the one that we watched the clip of in in like the last episode, they did just have Bush or someone very like they had a Texan. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. So I don't know why they didn't just keep doing that to say. This is the same world. The same thing might happen. You know, there, there's also like a bit in this episode in the episode. I think it's the episode with uh, Billy 
where like they're in the school and there's just a picture of Bu- of Bush on the wall. Like, oh yeah, right, because it's like in the elementary school they have the picture of the the presidents up. Yeah, is that a thing? Is that really a thing in America? Um, in in I, federal government, it became more of a thing buildings. after nine eleven. I think I don't remember okay. it when I was a kid, but yeah, you know. Like I remember seeing one when I uh, when I uh, came over the border and did my uh, uh, for my Welcome to America thing. There was one. Yeah, like government that. buildings have definitely have. Yeah, that. yeah, like federal buildings. But like I didn't know schools just had them in the classroom. Um, I, I mean, I've I've seen it on TV, but I don't know about real life. Like like Al said, it was a real post nine eleven. Sure, mm, it, it feels like turning of turning of the zeitgeist. Hmm. You guys want to look at this guy some more? No. No, I'm good. My God, we had to listen to, like, the national anthem during fucking morning Uh, announcements. uh, And then, you know, in math class, I sat next to that weird ROTC kid who was always telling mm -hmm. me about how disrespectful it was to play the national anthem if it has lyrics or something. I don't know. What? I don't know. It's like all the rituals with the flag. Just people get real caught up in that shit yeah it's just so weird seeing it from the outside oh i know it's like wait what are you guys doing <laughs> like like being a long-term partner with a canadian i hear all the time this is not normal no oh when i first saw a passport from another country and it didn't have like amber fields of grain and screaming a- the, eagles yeah. and shit on it i was like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but you guys aren't like constantly hyping your country on your passports I mean, it's there's really some leaves and stuff on it. That sounds like, lovely. <laughs> uh-huh. You just dropped it on the ground. That's just leaves. Mm-hmm. It's just leaves in leaves my in passport. French. I collect them. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Could you stamp one, please? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do some good things. Devlin, what do you got? Uh, Jeffrey Combs continues to be my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some more great scenes with him, like recuperating up on the satellite and like you guys said, we get to see his face finally, and you had some yep. thoughts oh on that? Oh my god. So he goes from having no face to having too much face. <laughs> so much face on this man. I know, like, in fairness, the joke is he's just he been, just got the, the, kick, the shit kicked out of him, and he's got, like, Yeah, he's got and bruises, bruises, and he's swelling, and yeah. He also has inexplicably big anime eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has, like, shining, dewy eyes. It's mm-hmm. it's like it's like when he came <laughs> over from the Carlton University, brought the, their art aesthetics with him. He brought the funny animal uh, uh, books with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's got that style. <laughs> I I mean, is he a redhead in the comics, or did they do that because of Rorschach? I think he's redhead in the comics. That might be one of those things uh, that they just don't stick to. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Let's see I, here. Every like. As a redhead, I notice the disproportionate amount of people with red hair in fiction, and it's like, how how is fifty percent of this fictional universe redheads? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it looks like uh, sometimes it's either like okay. a redhead or like light brown. Okay, because I thought you know they're they're obviously saying eh, Rorschach, huh? Eh? Mm-hmm. So Get it? They might have been doing it for that. Yeah, he's not uh, trapped in well, here with you. No, wait, no, he he is trapped in here with you. Mm-hmm. But. But the you in that sentence is Huntress, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh huh. Yeah, they got some great bits, and there is the bit you mentioned, Maggie, where uh, Huntress like uh, turns—I don't know if it's like a high-tech window—and she turns it off, or if she just switches mm. the light off. I'm not sure. Yeah, but um, I thought they were about to go fuck, but then Superman walks in. And it's like, no, I just don't want Looky loose. 
Mm-hmm. Quit gawking in here, Supergirl. <laughs> I like uh, I like Supergirl being worried about it, like just as a callback to that other episode with her and uh, Green Arrow. Just like, oh, that weird guy I know is got his ass beat. <laughs> yeah, and it's this is a good like uh, Devlin pointed this out too. The, the callback to that first the first JLU episode, mm-hmm. like because uh, Green Arrow is like, uh, hey, you know why you brought me up here? Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. What the fuck? Which indeed. actually, I think that goes right to your to your quote, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. You know they're dirty. Then maybe we should put more energy into proving it and less into acting like a bunch of hyperthyroid stormtroopers. I don't remember asking you for your opinion. No. How about when you guys hijacked me up here against my will and made me join this team? Batman said I was supposed to keep you guys honest. Do I look like Batman to you? Actually, you kind of do. I, I liked because, yeah, I was I was just starting to write. Well, you did disguise yourself as Batman once and nobody noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you guys have exactly the same chin. Yeah. They had like, to. Yeah. Uh, when Bruce and Clark start handing hang out more often, they had to, like, ch- uh, change Bruce's hair a bit. So he looks di- more different. Mm hmm. Give him the bat eyebrows. Exactly. Quickly but to the that- bat eyebrows. But that bit with Flash was the fr- like, this is my good thing. We keep hearing about how he's the voice of reason that stops the league from turning into the Justice Lords. But like, this is the first episode where I actually bought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he, there's, they're all talking about, oh, no, if the laser blew this up, that means Cadmus, blah, 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 blah. You know, what does this mean for us politically? What does mm-hmm. this mean? And and Flash is the first one that says, there's people hurt. We need to go get them. And it's yeah. like. Damn, Flash, where where the fuck have you been? That's a, yeah, that's, seriously. It's great that you're that guy. I'm really. And the, I'm sorry, go on. No, that's all. I just love Flash's redemption arc. Honestly, it's been mm-hmm, kind yeah. of my favorite thing it's, of this series. Is like, oh no, they're actually making him a thing. nice guy who wants to yeah. help, and like, kind of a dummy who happened to get superpowers, and not the horrible comic relief that is neither. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that part of that redemption arc is that he literally saved a cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, God. Which um, ties into Maggie's good thing. My good thing is uh, Bebop the cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, who is the least interested cat I have ever seen. Ever. And I have seen some uninterested cats in my life. I would like to correct that and say the most accurately animated cat. Oh, in, 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 a, in an animated universe that included many episodes about Catwoman. Yes, I agree. So, like, there's a guy and his daughter, and the, the daughter's like, "There, we left, our, we left our cat behind," and he's like, "It'll be okay. We gotta, we gotta leave. It'll, there'll be food and everything." And Flash is just like, "Hang on." And he hang on, you're in the blue house, right? He, he runs off, and a second later comes back with the most bored cat in the universe, <laughs> who could not give a shit. Well, it really, it's a great way to undercut the schmaltz, because it is real schmaltzy if you Mm -hmm. don't play it right. And the fact is, the cat doesn't want to be rescued, and now he's clawing into uh, (laughs) Flash's arm. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. Like, the kid's happy, but the cat doesn't want to be there. Bebop is also, like, an amazing name for a cat. Yes. Agreed. That sounds like a real person's real cat's name. (laughs) Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I had a moment when I was writing this from like, which Ninja Turtles bad guy was it? Bebop or Rocksteady? It was Bebop. It was definitely Bebop. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that. Just. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's just staring directly at the camera, just like, I wish I was dead, and I wish that this guy was also dead. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing I would say, going back to the Flash thing, Devlin, is I wouldn't call it a redemption arc because this is kind of the first and only beat. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, Flash is good now, whatever, fine. They, 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 do, they touch on it a little bit in the uh, Wonder Woman hot girl oh. team up episode where he gets them together and then and like he that, fucking but he was it. a creep he was a creep in that one i got uh, there was the one where he went to apocalypse with the with uh, barda and yes. scott that one was okay where he kind of learned that he can step back and take orders from other people mm-hmm. but this is the first time he's just been a good person well yeah. i mean it's like, it hasn't been an arc so much as like a crossfade from terrible yeah. flash okay. to, yeah, to yeah, better yeah. flash yeah, yeah. I, what I'm saying is I'm not trying to be pedantic about it. I'm saying I wish they'd grown him a little more. Yeah. I wish they'd taken a conscious effort to say, oh, no, he sucks and he needs to learn how to be better. But, like, this is the guy that I've been talking about since we started this. Like, this is the guy I like, you know? Yeah. Look, anybody in a crisis like that who's the first one to say, um, there's people we should be helping. Let's help the people. Yeah, like, especially that's, if Superman's that's your in the hero. room. Yeah. I, Superman, in fairness, is real dazzled by all this bullshit like there's so many implications and there's mm-hmm. so many possible like is lex really pulling the strings is cat what is cadmus doing who mm-hmm. fired that laser like he's not real bright anyway and there's a lot of shit to think about now well superman is also in, dude in like extreme denial about all the shit going mm-hmm. on oh absolutely his, his part in it mm-hmm. ah very good i can't be bad i'm um, superman i don't know mm-hmm um, let's see what else. Doing a lot of morally questionable shit there, Superman. Nah. I can't. I'm good. Well, Didn't you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I love, and it becomes more clear as this as this arc continues, uh, Waller had nothing to do with the laser firing. She no. thinks the Justice League fired on them, and now it's time to retaliate. She Because I truly believe Waller would not resort to tricks and lies to advance her agenda she's mm-hmm. there because she assumed this was going to happen mm-hmm. and i i don't know i love that about her i love that she's not shady she's just you know she's not a villain she's an antagonist and i really yeah. like that yeah she's she's drawing a conclusion from the evidence she has and it's not mm-hmm. incorrect yeah lex is playing yeah. her and she's she's real fucking hard to play but you know he is a super genius so yep it's kind of his deal. Yep. Yeah, but th- we said this before. We haven't gotten this Lex in a long time. No, I know. That's why it's so awesome to have him back. Like, you put him in in hibernation for a while so that you forget he, what he's yeah. like. Well, he faded into the background for the last two seasons of Superman, I remember. And then all his Justice League appearances have just been blindly angry and making really stupid choices and not being able to run a team. Right. And but now it's like, oh, right. He's smart. We, we, we've talked about this. Like you can trace his arc so well from where oh, he yeah. started to here. No, it's not bad writing. It's no, just, it's good. Cause writing. I'm sure, I'm sure I said this before too. They get to, they get to do all the Lexus that yeah. way. Businessman, scientist, like, like uh, president, like, president. yeah. And now we're at er, like the perfect, the perfect Lex. Well, Yes. But I don't want to talk about what happens next just yet. I, fine. I, I watched ahead. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I The thing is, probably everyone not? listening like, to this has as yeah. well. But yeah. I had to finish off the this, season this, after I watched these episodes. <laughs> yeah. I was like very glad. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I watched these two and then I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess nothing now. I wish I could be nope. on for those episodes so I could be like <laughs> annoying and horny about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next week we're doing three, actually, because there's also the epilogue one. Oh, God, that's right. Which I both love and hate, but we'll get mm. into that. Um, what else? Uh, oh, <laughs> Devlin, I see in your notes, I would like that hair dye spray, please. I would. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Question. Just like it was all, it, all his weird disguise shit is done with aerosols, which must've mm. been the hip new thing. in whenever he was created in the sixties, I guess. Yep. <laughs> the mask comes off with an aerosol. The hairs changes color with another aerosol. That's amazing. This is like the sci-fi technology that I actually crave. It's all cosmetic. Oh, seriously. I want the hair dye. Yeah, like aerosol. I want the nail color changer that you can see in Fifth Element. I want the makeup mm-hmm. box Ugh. from Fifth Element. Actually, I just want a lot of Fifth Element stuff. <laughs> I was going to say I figure all this aerosol stuff lives in the same world as like food pills, but mm. might be time to watch the Fifth Element again. I mean, I take pills that make my nails stronger. <clears throat> Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Collagen, oh baby. My God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <clears throat> it's I... actually a powder, but I didn't want to like ruin the, sure. the pill riff. Okay, so do you do you crush it up in a mort with a mortar and pestle? <laughs> do I do I crush up the powder? I don't make well, do my you, own powdered collagen. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, first you go to the well, butcher you're... shop and then <laughs> I was going to say, you're two thirds of the way of sounding like you take a potion. So if it's a powder, I'm just, I'm just connecting the final dots. It actually is a potion. potion. Okay. It's neither a pill nor a powder. It is a potion. Okay. You're just talking about some, this magic thing that makes your nails. Like it sounds, it doesn't sound like science is all I'm saying. I know that it is, but it sounds like magic. Sorry. This is a game changer. I have the most brittle nails in the world. Well. I'll I'll send you the stuff I use. I mean, I'll send you like a that, link. That would that that would be amazing. Dev, yeah. Thank you. Devlin will just mail you some white white powder. I'm sure it'll be <laughs> fine. Totally yeah, fun. don't worry about it. President yeah. Dan Aykroyd said it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got bigger fish to fry right now. Oh, golly, you know what? It'll be absolutely fine if you want to mail uh, mail Maggie some nail stuff. Uh, I'm just gonna be over here making nothing but trouble. <laughs> Call me President Rousedower. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, John, you're closer to the sun than I am. Is there beer up there? (laughs) (laughs) My drinking arm seal. (laughs) Okay. Is there anything else? Mm -hmm. I think I hit all the major things I wanted. What about about you two? I think that's everything. I I did not have a lot of notes for this episode because I was watching it. Yeah. Same. Once again, just like, yay. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is one of these like hundreds of guys I didn't know that stood out to me. He looks like Wonder Man, but then he was blasting a bridge mm-hmm. with like an O-ring. Oh, I, uh, noticed the same I think thing. that's Vibe. That's <laughs> Vibe. Mm. Vibe, huh? <laughs> yep. What decade was he created in, I wonder? Mm-hmm. He's the breakdancing superhero. <laughs> no, he's not. Wow. He absolutely is. Okay. 
I'm going to pin that one on Dwayne McDuffie because he had a whole thing about how terrible black superheroes are, and he probably deliberately put as many in as possible. I don't think he was. Wait, is he a white, white guy? guy? Oh, well, never mind. Oh, got like a- you just said he was breakdancing. So, like, well, do they really make a white guy breakdance in comics? That's terrible. Oh, I'm sure they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably did. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Oh. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm on Google Images and I'm so upset. I can't look away. <laughs> who was who was the um who was the the scarf and billowy skirt lady? Uh that lady is has a name that I Ah, that's not what use. I thought. Mm. Uh but if you're it familiar is... with a certain purple robot from Mystery Science Theater, it's that. Talking about GPC? Uh, yeah, GPC. Mhm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. That's I that's why I was saying scarf and poofy skirt cuz I thought she looked like that. But mm-hmm. she, uh, okay. she Peter David character. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not sure. Could actually, be. I wouldn't be surprised. What? But there were a lot of like characters I'd never seen on the show before, like mm-hmm. in that rescue sequence. Which, again, they've been throwing guys at us for two full seasons now, and yep. the, the fact that they still There's have more to throw guys. at us is pretty damn impressive. I mean, yeah, we're pretty so low on the guys. roster, but to get to five, like that. That season premiere one where uh, Green Arrow's walking around the, the station, I was sure we saw all the all the models there for the first, like, okay, you're going to see all these guys eventually, but here they yeah. are quickly in the background. No, they're still drawing new guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. Definitely. Well, now I'm thinking about the, the character designer who got their big break on the show, and it was to design vibe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I have no other thoughts. Vibe has just like blown them out of my my brain pan. Just uh, put down a, car- a piece, square of cardboard in your mind and start a break dancing all over. <laughs> yes. Take, uh, you know what? It's uh, it's two thousand it's two thousand two. Maybe take his green scarf off. It lacks dignity. <laughs> it's two thousand two. Give him some like uh, yellow glasses. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Get him a t shirt under that vest. Yes. <laughs> Put him in jeans and then put a dress over those jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, I suppose that's all for this time, then. Next time, like I said, three-part finale. It's mm-hmm. technically the two-part finale and an epilogue, and the episode's even called epilogue. But uh, I think of it as all, like, one big thing. Yeah. Um. And Brian will be joining us for that. So if you want to know all the Broadway people that were in those episodes, we'll find mm-hmm. out, I suppose. Um, let's see. Devlin, you got anything you want to plug or anything? Um. Oh, no, I don't. Okay. I'm around. I'm Devlin sure. Grimm on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I have a consulting business for early career uh, animation artists. Uh, you can find me at DevlinGrimm.net. So you do have things to plug then. I knew it. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Our website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. If you want to write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at Gmail. We're very nearly done with JLU and therefore the entire podcast. So mm-hmm. basically your last chance to write in if you've ever wanted to write in, please do that. And do yeah. it while you're thinking of it. Don't say, I'm going to do it when the Q&A comes because that never happens. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's it for this time. Yeah. See ya, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. 
To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.